Hello everyone, this is Art Gelwix, and I'd like to welcome you to this episode of Being Productive. Since we're all about being efficient and effective at work and at home, let's get started. So in today's episode, I want to talk about other people's stuff. And specifically, how do you deal with it especially if it's not organized the way you would organize it. Here's the situation I found myself. When my father passed away, for years and years, he had been an electrical engineer, trained, uh, an expert in the field. He was also an expert tinkerer. And he had, on the back of his house, a full workshop for woodworking, metalworking, electronics, You name it, he could do it in that workshop. The man was a genius when it came to that type of work of finding a solution to a problem. The challenge was, and still is, that shop is full of all the things and the bits and the bobs that he needed to be able to pull together those miraculous solutions. All the different tools, wires, connectors, switches, nuts, bolts, you name it, are in there. The challenge I have is none of it is organized the way I would organize it. So I have two main challenges now. One, figuring out what's in there. And two, deciding what to do with all of it. See, it's not the kind of thing in many cases that I would... The, the stuff isn't the kind of things that I would keep. Uh, for example, those of you who are in, familiar with electronics will have heard of a term called, of a device called an oscilloscope. It's a way of measuring electrical waveforms. Well, there isn't a lot of demand outside of very specialized electronics needs for an oscilloscope. I personally do not have a need for one. He had three. So the challenge for me becomes, what do I do with them? How do I organize this? How Do I move them out? Do I give them away? How do I value them? Any number of things have to be applied. And when you walk into a situation like that, whether it's a workshop that's full of some, someone else's stuff, and honestly, in this case, it can be very emotionally wrenching because you don't want to get rid of anything because it was all his. Every little thing in there reminds you of that person. But on the flip side, you have to do something with it. You have to get this under control. So how do you go through it? I've been struggling with that, I have to be honest. I have not found an effective way to crack this nut and go through and figure out how to address a lot of these issues. And here's, here's some of the key problems I run into. One, quantity. There is just a lot of stuff there. It takes a lot of time to get it organized. Two, identification. A lot of these things, I'm basically familiar with them, but I'm not completely familiar with them. I don't know enough about them. So now not only do I have to organize it in a way that I can manage it, in some cases, I have to even figure out what it is first and then work towards organizing it. I have to create a process of doing this 
that's repeatable. I can't do everything as a one-off. So part of the challenge, again, becomes I have to define this process, test the process against the things, and refine the process each time. Then how do I gather this information? Well, luckily, on that case, I actually have tools that will help me do that. One of my favorite tools is OneNote. I've started to create a notebook of just the stuff that's in this workshop. Pictures of everything. I create a page, I put a picture of the thing on it, and I move on to the next thing. Then when I have time, I can go back and start to identify things, group them together, include locations, and really start to get a sense as to where things are virtually without having to move them around physically, which was the biggest worry walking into this is I can't move all this stuff around and still keep track of all of it. So how am I going to adjust this organization system, which served my father extremely well for years and years? He could walk in, close his eyes, and find anything in any cabinet. Me, I'd be completely lost. In my own workshop, I could do the same thing that he could do. He would be completely lost in mine. So managing someone else's stuff and where they put it can really introduce a lot of stress, especially if you're not expecting it. So from a productivity standpoint, I've now had to take time to start to think about my own stuff. If somebody had to come in and go through my stuff, is there a system or a structure that they're going to be able to follow to make their life easy? I'm not worried about do I have the same system that they want to use? That's a non-starter. You'll never really get to a balance point with that. But do I have enough of a system in place that someone could come in and go through and find things? Now, the workshop was a good example because that's physical items. But what if it's not physical items? What if it's documents? What if it's memorabilia? What if it's who knows what keys <laughs> here was a here's a perfect example keys and key rings we have drawers that had just lots of keys in them now i guarantee he could look at any of those keys and tell you exactly what key goes to what lock and that one doesn't need to be used anymore but i just have it laying around all of that can be there but we don't know that so we literally have to go through and say we have this key what lock might it go to, and then go test them out. It uses a lot of time, and it takes a lot of energy. So when you're thinking about being productive, that productivity needs to extend beyond your own scope and into the scope of other people who have to interact with your system as well. I'm taking a much greater consideration of that now just because I've been going through the impact of it But I think we all need to take that into consideration. Look at how you're organizing things. I'll go back to OneNote as my example. I put all kinds of information in OneNote. It is a great way to have all this stuff stacked and organized and laid out. Can someone else get into my OneNote and find what they need? Can my wife? Can my kids? I don't know. I know I can put the files there. I can put them in a place they can access them, but will they know to go look there? This is where 
an effective productivity system has to have a lifespan to it. And in many cases, that lifespan has to supersede your own. So thinking about this for myself and how I start to structure this, I'm going to go back to my workshop example here. Going through and identifying things in a triage type of mode, what needs to be handled right away, what doesn't, and then moving through them step by step has helped me a lot. Dealing with physical clutter is something you will find thousands of posts about on the internet. There are professionals who live every day to deal with this type of issue. Uh, Marie Kondo has made an entire career out of things that spark joy. Well, in this kind of situation, and this is going to be a little blunt, none of this sparks joy. This is not my stuff, and it hurts every time I have to decide that I'm going to get rid of something. Because in the back of my mind, I can hear, well, wait, you might need that. So how do I organize it? I wish I had a clean answer to this. The only thing I can do is apply the methodologies that I've talked about in previous episodes. Capture, process, and then report. Capture all the information I can about the things I need to organize. Where they are, what they are, what they look like, what they may be used for. Process that into a structure that I can reference against. Maybe it's searchable, maybe it's tagged, maybe it's indexed. And then be able to report that stuff back out to myself to say, these are all the things I can get rid of. These are all the things that should be donated. These are all the things that can be put up for sale. These are all the things that I want to keep. It's very important that you fall back on your trusted systems when you are in uncharted territory like this, when you're really dealing with someone else's stuff. So I hope your productivity work and dealing with personal work can go hand in hand. And this is me saying that I'm going to go back into the workshop and work on this some more. And hopefully you'll have success being productive. Thanks for listening today. If you found this interesting and useful and you'd like to hear more, make sure you subscribe to Being Productive on the podcast app of your choice so you never miss an episode. We'd also love it if you'd become a supporter of the show by using the link in the show notes. Also, please like and share this and other episodes so we can help as many people as possible in being productive. Thanks again, and we'll catch you next time.